And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of the Cinemania Nightmare Show. This is the show where we talk all things horror media. And today I am joined by some very special guests. Uh, first, we are joined with our Nightmares co-host here. We have Jordy. Jordy, hello. How are you? Hi, we're doing very well. How are you? Uh, doing really good. It's very good to have you here. And uh, we are also joined by my other Nightmares co-host, and that is from YouTube. We have Tyler Calvert. Tyler, hello. How are you? Hello. I'm doing great. Very excited to talk about some horror. There's been some interesting developments with horror lately, so I'm excited mm-hmm. to delve into a lot of them. Yeah, it's very good to have you guys here. So we are doing a Nightmare Show. We haven't done one of these in a while but there's been some good stuff happening for horror. We have some things to discuss as far as trailers go, you know, our you know, recent trailers that we've gotten. There was a whole like horror fest thing that I had no idea about. Oh, Midsummer Scream. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the hell is that? But I mean, we'll get into it, I guess. But uh yeah, it's very good to have you have you both here. So on the docket today uh everyone we are going to start off to discuss a few things in the horror realm and that is the trailer for saw x we're going to discuss the trailer for uh exorcist the exorcist the believer i think so um because that's been getting gaining some controversy and then we're going to get into just discussing why horror has been so successful this year regarding box office and how it's just been you know, it's, you know, all of them has just been making their profit in the first weekend. So we'll get into that too. And then to cap off this show, uh, Jordy and I will be reviewing A24's Talk To Me finally. And uh, yeah, so let's get right into it. I will start with the first topic of the day, and that is Saw X. Let's get into this trailer because we had an event this weekend and they showcased the trailer before... It became public. They talked about the movie a little bit, some of the traps, and how this is a prequel for uh, John Kramer and, you know, the surgery and that he never got and all that stuff. And um, I remember they said that the movie tested well in test screenings. So it was a little surprised. You know, they were a little surprised by that. But the trailer dropped yesterday. And uh, yeah, I, I guess we can finally talk about the trailer. I'll start. With you, Tyler, just get any thoughts from that Saw X trailer. What'd you think? Yeah, it's interesting because, I mean, for a franchise that's gone on as long as Saw and how the timeline has been so convoluted pretty much every single time they add a new installment. I mean, Jigsaw has been dead for a decade and a half, technically. Like, he's been dead since the third one, but they keep finding ways to bring him back through flashbacks and stuff like this. So when they released the plot synopsis for this one, as it being this sort of in-between quill between Saw 1 and Saw 2, where John Kramer goes on this little Mexican adventure where they screw him over and he has to get revenge on the people that basically lied and didn't fix him at all, didn't take his tumor out, so he is still going to die. Uh, I was definitely intrigued. But then once the buzz kind of swirled around from the first people who saw the trailer, I was a little bit more excited when they showed off the traps uh, at the exhibit. They showed what they look like. Um, Mm -hmm. And seeing the trailer, I mean, it was wild. I mean, it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Just 
it seems like we're going to finally give John Kramer, Tobin Bell, a you know a starring role because he's always been kind of sporadically in the movies. Because I mean, he died in the third one, and then they kind of just had to throw in flashbacks. So mm-hmm. I'm very, I'm very, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm excited, but I'm nervous just because it's Saw, and you never know with Saw. But uh, I, I'm definitely a bit more hyped. The trailer made it look basically like a classic saw film like visceral nasty you know john i imagine because you know john kramer is a little bit more angry because they screwed him over and now he's going to actually die he'll probably his uh traps will be a little bit more um i guess in line with what we saw later on in the entries where they were not very fair much more Mm -hmm. violent and that um poster I'm, was incredible that yeah poster. the poster oh the poster was wild and then they, and they explained mm-hmm. they explained the uh what that trap basically was i mean mm-hmm. they didn't see it in the trailer but like out like you know sucks out your eyeballs or whatever oh my god uh, be- between that and then the and then the, what we did see in the trailer with the brain mm-hmm. surgery that was that was intense but yeah. also amanda's back uh shawnee smith which is uh interesting um both of them obviously are dead you know for many years at this point in the franchise <laughs> but, but it's cool to see them find out new ways to incorporate these characters that have been killed off for many years um, we'll see how it goes i mean it's definitely low stakes because we know where they end up but still should be a fun adventure yeah i okay so i uh man 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 so <laughs> I okay, so I I love Saw. I love the franchise. I'm a sucker for them. My mother brought me to like Saw two at a very young age, and uh, I've loved them ever since. I actually watched Saw two before watching Saw one when I was younger. Um, I eventually like went home and got like the VHS for Saw one and and watched it. And I love these movies. I do think. After this one, it is time to wrap this up. And like I, uh, I love Saw. I don't want to see a Saw Eleven. I don't want to see a, uh, like you know, a, a, you know, like a play on the words, you know, and then like another movie where like, like Spiral. how Spiral was. And I actually, I actually like enjoy Spiral for what it was. But like you know, I don't want another Jake Saw. I don't want another. Like, I don't want a movie called The Pig, and it's about, like, the pig going around, like, <laughs> kidnapping people for traps. Like, I think it's time to move on. I love the franchise, but it is time. Now, that being said, that trailer was uh, a lot of fun. Uh, it brought me, it, it like, it's bringing us back to the roots of Saw and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I can already see the quick editing and stuff like that. I can already hear the music for the twist at the end of the, you know, I, I'm already ready for it and stuff. And uh, John Kramer looks angry. And usually when he's putting you in these traps, he's like remorseful in a way. But this this time, he does not seem that way. <laughs> that's what, that's what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> he does not seem that way at all. So my, I still am excited to see like how it, you know, how the movie itself plays out i think it's a nice little angle but i mean it's just you killed them like four movies ago um what's her face is back it doesn't really make sense but <laughs> it's it's it's, it's, it's kind of just funny because yeah not even, because it's usually when you kill someone off there's 
you know, that's it usually. Like that's it, right, or, right. or there's a supernatural angle behind it because they've they've toyed with that in the franchise many times before. Where like Jigsaw, well, Jigsaw, the specifically the film Jigsaw, where it was like, how is John Kramer back? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they and they reveal eventually that it, he wasn't back. It was a, it was a lie. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, it was just uh, it was you know I was watching it and I was just like it doesn't it looks like a lot of fun, but clearly it's time to like you know <laughs> it's time to it's it, there's there's not much room left i feel unless they go into a completely different direction like they tried to with spiral mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah you know spiral for what it was i just like the casting of chris rock i mean that's just terrible but spiral for what <laughs> it was, so random. It was, it was random, yeah yeah it was for what it was it was it was you know it was good so um jordy let's go to you your thoughts on the saw x trailer yeah, I think I'm in agreement with both of you. Like, the traps look really fun. It kind of looks like, you know, thrown back to the first few where it was just, like, really gross. But, you know, Jigsaw was cool and, you know, we had a good time with them or whatever before it got, like, too <laughs> convoluted and, like, crazy with different timelines. But, yeah, I don't know. I think I I – I have a soft spot for the Saw franchise because I remember the first one was like the first really gory horror movie I ever watched. And that was like the one where I was like, oh, it's not that bad. I actually like really enjoy this. Um, That sounds really creepy, but like I had a good time with it. And like it wasn't as scary as I thought it was going to be. So like I loved watching these movies. But yeah, I think like, I don't know. I I think it'll be fun. I'm excited to have it for like this Halloween season. But then, Mm -hmm. yeah, I agree with you, Dwayne. Like, I think we need to just like put it to bed just because (laughs) I I went into Spiral. I was excited. I was like, all right, they're going to take this in a new direction because Jigsaw's dead and Amanda's dead and like all of his little minions are dead. Like, let's get a different <laughs> story movies. going. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, like, yeah. I liked the detective aspect because it kind of tied it back to, like, the original saws, which were kind of, like, you know, very heavily, like, detective work. And that was usually mm-hmm. the the lead that we, like, were rooting for. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I'm, like, I'm excited, but I'm also, like, I don't want this to then kickstart a whole new slew a whole of... Nother, yeah. That's yeah. my fear too. Like we're gonna just like yeah, we're just gonna <laughs> well <laughs> into like a whole nother, you know. But there's there's right. still some stuff left hanging in the balance. And, well, I, and I'm like... saying as someone who liked, I actually liked Jigsaw. You know, I liked Jigsaw. I know it's not like it. It didn't really garner a huge like fan base for people who liked it, but I actually enjoyed what they did with that. And then Spiral, I was like, you know, it's Chris Rock. I can't take him seriously. But as the movie, I was like, you know, okay, that's not bad. But like yeah. now, Saw X, he's back, and uh, I'm waiting for the in- inevitable. It's it's inevitable. In like five years, we're just gonna go back to Saw, and it's just gonna be like, like a new John Kramer. Oh gosh, old, old Jigsaw. Jigsaw yeah. is res- resurrected with the power of AI. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I well, just feel. I find know. so crazy. Like the last two movies, like Jigsaw and Spiral, both like yeah. same like screenwriters, um, mm-hmm. same producer. Like it, it's basically been the same team essentially, and mm-hmm. it's like, are they just like? Each time they've released one of these films, and this is what I'm like expecting out of Saw X, is like, 
yeah. are they trying to start something new again but then it's it doesn't get as much praise as they hope so then they're gonna like try something else like it kind of just feels like they're like throwing these movies out and then like yeah. not actually following through with what they've done in that movie mm-hmm. yeah yeah I, so. that's definitely like that because um jigsaw i felt like jigsaw with um the uh, like 500th apprentice that jigsaw had um <laughs> uh, i feel like they tried to do they set up something with that and hasn't gone anywhere yet and then mm-hmm. like you said spiral has that you know a cliffhanger ending and then we haven't gone anywhere with oh that that's yet. right i forgot spiral was like a cliffhanger yeah like and he then gets they just away. never did anything then they just never Not did yet, anything anyway. about it okay so maybe well, spiral didn't really do people... well too yeah but like yeah, maybe they'll bring right. those people back in like in some way in this uh, movie shit. but like it's also i'm a, telling you prequel, in like five so... years Yep, we're gonna get Saw, and it's gonna be everybody like involved. It could be like, like that Escape Room sequel where they had like yeah. all the, the right. champions get together, mm-hmm. all the people that survived come together. I don't know what I don't know what show it was, but I was talking about how like it was something about the Conjuring, and I said I want the Conjuring to be like all of them against the Warrens. <laughs> he wants to be like a he wants to be like a horror Avengers. Yeah. So now Saw, I'm kinda thinking the same thing, guys. I don't know. I'm thinking let's get like all that. the Saw villains against all the heroes who are still alive, I guess. Chris Rock. Honestly, and... I, I would watch that. <laughs> like almost like that scene in Cabin in the Woods when all the monsters yes, get unleashed at the same yes, time. I'd watch that. It. That's I would really watch good. it, but I would be very skeptical on how good it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm skeptical. Like, <clears throat> I'm skeptical on this a little bit, even like now. Even though, like, okay, like they said the test screenings did well, but I don't really buy that. Like, as far as, ooh, nah. we were surprised by how, no. So I'll see it. I'll believe it when I see it, you know? So we'll see how it comes out. The dedication, but, uh, though, for this franchise to basically never de-age anyone. It's always just right, like, right. John Kramer, got, he got older and older as the movies <laughs> went on, but they just decided to put a backwards baseball cap on him to try and de-age him. And then Shawnee Smith shows up at the end of the trailer for Saw X, and she's very obviously like aged in the 17 years. I know that's literally... I don't know. I know this is horror, but like the summer I turned pretty is like driving me insane with that. Oh, really? Like every time they go to a flashback, they just have a hat on. And I'm like, it's the, it's, it's the go to. That is not a 13 year old. I'm like, that is a grown man. <laughs> that is not a 13. Whatever, dude. So, uh, all right, let's get into this other trailer that we had. I saw it in. So, oddly enough, right Oppenheimer. before Oppenheimer, like. <gasps> I heard, yeah, I okay, so I heard about the Exorcist trailer, but I wasn't really, you know, I don't know, I was really like, ah, we'll see. But Oppenheimer was getting ready to play, and they showed the Exorcist Believer trailer. That's the oh, name wow. of the new Exorcist movie. And they showed it, and I was like, ooh, I think this looks really good. I don't know if it, now, and then I went on Twitter, and everybody hated it. And I was like, I mean, I don't know, dude. I thought it looked really chilling. Everyone was like, oh, it's like there is nothing original. Like, well, no shit. What originality are you going to get in, like, Exorcist these days? I mean, what do you want Mm -hmm. them to do? I just, like, I don't understand that argument. Right. I don't know. I don't understand how demonic possession is not original. Whatever. So, uh, yeah, I thought, I actually think the idea of having two kids, it's kind of reminded me of Slenderman, not the movie. That movie's terrible. But it's reminded me of, like, the story of Slenderman and how, and what happened to those like the girls were like 
taken or something and they like returned mm-hmm. home and they were all scarred and like changed that's kind of like what this what the trailer kind of symbolized and i thought the trailers i'm i'm looking forward to it i don't know i think the trailer looks good um leslie odom jr is in this thing and I, i'm having a good time i don't know I, I i dug it a lot and i've watched the trailer a lot of times since i've gotten home i i saw oppenheimer again on Friday, and they show it again in IMAX, and it has it's in like IMAX ratio too. And I was like, dude, I'm in. I don't know. So uh, it looks good to me, but I, I, you know, I'm curious to see what you guys think. I'll start with you, Jordy. Any thought? Your thoughts on this Exorcist Believer trailer? Yeah, I did not know that people didn't like it on Twitter. I've been they hated to it. They were stay yeah, off they were. of it a little <laughs> bit more lately, yeah. but. Uh, I thought it looked really creepy. Like, I mean, I watched it in the middle of the day in my office. <laughs> like, I got <laughs> chills. I was like, ooh, this looks creepy. And yeah, I definitely got the Slenderman vibes. Like, because, you know, they disappear for like three days or something, I think that's said in the mm-hmm. trailer and like had no idea. Um, but yeah, like I'm excited to see what they what they t- do with the story. There's going to be a lot of callbacks to the original, which will be cool to see. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see like, I don't know, creepy kids are always creepy. So (laughs) I'm like, I'm down to see like, you know, what they do and like their makeup looks so gross. Um, And I also love Leslie Odom Jr. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm excited to see it. I don't like have, I don't have any concerns that they're going to like fumble it because like, like we just said, it's a movie about demonic possession and like, I don't know, it's going to be creepy and hopefully great. But I'll take good yeah, like, too. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think like I, I I mean listen, if they showed a trailer and it was just like a girl in the bed, you know, yeah. then I'd be like, Okay, there's no originality. But they they they, they do like a whole kidnapping storyline where they, they went to school and they just never returned home. I like that aspect. Um, when they're like to when they're like in that little office thing, observer thing, they're like Ooh, yeah. when when they were like, oh, both of their hearts are synced together. Like I was like, this is pretty interesting. I don't know, it's good. Sounds good to me. It mm-hmm. it feels like prisoners, but on like demonic, like demonic prisoners is what I'll say. That's what it feels like with these two girls. And I was like, I don't know, it looks good to me. I don't know. But um, Tyler, how about you? Um, Exorcist believer. Yeah, that, that, I guess, that title is weird, but uh, yeah, I know. So I, I'm a little <laughs> bit more mixed on it, just because what? I guess I guess I'm I'm still holding kind of a grudge against this creative team for Halloween because it's oh, the same. Yeah. Oh no, the, Halloween what? Oh no, it's the How, same team. It kills. Oh, well, they did. They did. A, they did. A, well, Halloween Ends was the one that I, I thought they they fumbled the bag, if you will, yeah. in their trilogy because yeah. they're doing the same thing with Exorcist. They're doing three movies. It's the same creative team: David Gordon Green, Danny McBride. Oh, and, oh you uh, see, I did not know that. Interesting. Yeah, they just they literally left Halloween, and now they're going to do it with the Exorcist, where they're going to do a trilogy. They're doing the same thing, basically wiping mm-hmm. out what came before, what came after the first Exorcist, doing a sequel to the original, which they did with 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, going by that pattern, I mean, I guess the first one should be pretty good, right? So we'll see. Um, yeah, the trailer, I thought it was fine. I mean, there was nothing about it that like blew my mind. I'm always skeptical mm-hmm. about The Exorcist as a franchise because I honestly don't really feel like it should have been a franchise. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but yet, you know, it, it was such a critically acclaimed financial success that they keep trying every couple of years or so. So hopefully this one finally sticks after 50 years of them trying to make a, a good <laughs> sequel years. to The Exorcist. I mean, it has been 50 years. This first one came out 
on 73. <laughs> you didn't crazy. like, uh, you didn't like, what was the one with the girl from White Chicks? God, I liked it though. I mean, the was, third one's was that, okay. Was that, uh, Brad Dourif in it? Emily Rose. I like that one. Oh, well, that's, yeah. Yeah. The well, Exorcism. Well, that's well, that's a good exorcism movie. But when I think of like the Exorcist as a franchise, yeah, it's not. It's not the same. Yeah, it's right. it's, okay. it's not. It's not. I mean, I don't mind exorcism movies. It's just the franchise yeah. of the Exorcist. I don't think they've really ever tried to make a even. good one. Like the what second the one wasn't very good. The third one was fine. Um, third one was fine. Second they, one was not they, great. Man. They did those two prequels in the two thousands that were very bad. Oh, uh, the TV oh show. Oh my god! Okay. The next the next one is called The Exorcist Deceiver. Okay. Yeah, they already they already titled it and everything. It's kind of crazy. As I said, they're trying to do a, a trilogy. Like, they well, listen, I so. listen. If they're doing that and that's their plan, at, at least Universal is smart with this, and they know let's release this around Halloween. Right? Like, why the fuck is Haunted Mansion released in <laughs> I July? Know. Like, what are we doing? I was Stupid. like, I, I, they were at <sighs> Comic Con, and I was like, yeah, Haunted Mansion looks fun. And then I find out from Larry it comes out in like two weeks. I was like, what? Why? And the week after Barbie and Oppenheimer, which I'm like, of course everyone's gonna still be seeing Barbie and Oppenheimer. Yeah, like it, it did well. It did okay this weekend, but I feel like we're underestimating the way these movies could do if yeah. you release them. I'm not saying you released like I'm not over here on the bandwagon like talk to me and scream. Although I do want them, I want so badly for Paramount to just drop a scream and in, in like October, Michael Myers is dead, he's gone. Drop a scream in October and see how how well it does. Anyways, yeah. but like you know, I'm not over here championing like all horror movies go to like Halloween, you know, because that's not fair. This they you want to have horror year round, and you know we've been doing really good with horror this year. That's actually our next our next next discussion. But the Haunted Mansion that is October, dude. Like I don't big, know, right? you know, and then like the crazy. Exorcist. Yeah, that's like a October, late September. Let's get into the mood, you know. So, I, yeah, the, if, we'll if, if there's if there's one thing that they do get right, Universal, Blumhouse, right. all of them, they usually know that we're gonna put some form of ho- a movie in theaters that's scary around Halloween, whether it be yeah that movie. Mm-hmm. Well, they're doing two this year because they're doing uh, five, five Nights at Freddy's as well. So it's Five Nights at Freddy's and Exorcist, believe it. They had Blumhouse had that one fumble of releasing like Happy Death Day to you on like Valentine's Day. Oh or, yeah, or, that was yeah, crazy. And, and then they were like, "Oh, what happened?" I'm like, "Well, it's Valentine's Day, and the first one came out in October and it was a huge hit. Let's get that back in October." So now they just haven't done another. They haven't done another one yet. But either way, like, like, but like you know, talk to me did really well for its budget. And stuff and Exorcist Believer, I think when it comes, I think it's gonna do well. I think it's gonna do. I think regardless, it'll it'll be a massive success. Whether it's liked by audiences or critics, I think it'll still make a ton of money just because it's horror. It's Blumhouse. It's probably and it's Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's got like perfect it has a perfect storm behind it to succeed. You, I mean, there are a lot of Exorcist fans out there. It'll be it'll be interesting to see how they tie everything back to the original film because some of the stuff in the trailer was pretty creepy. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's the exorcism genre at large. I mean, you have to try and really branch out a bit more. But I mean, there's only so much you can do with that concept. And yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. tough. But I'm hoping that it'll be a good follow up. You know, Ellen Burstyn's back. She's you know. 
I, I get. I mean, maybe maybe Linda Blair's back in it too. I mean, they teased, mm-hmm. you know, they had an image of her, so I hope that she comes back, or maybe it'll be some sort of tease for a sequel since there's a trilogy. Maybe maybe she can be the one that carries on because Ellen Burstyn's ninety years old. Oh my god, yeah, I was like, god damn, but. Yeah, so I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the, most of the horror trailers that we've been getting, anyways. So we'll see. We'll see how it ends up doing. And I know they're probably going to release another trailer, but I'm all set with this this one trailer. Uh, but I know leading up to it, they're going to release another one, but I don't want to see it. So yeah, we'll I don't want to see any more of what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, I'm. In the movie. Uh, you got me, man. I'm in. <laughs> so let's yeah, let's get to it. I agree. Um. All right, let's get into our last topic of the day, and that was just. This year in horror, like I don't have a list in front of me, but I just kind of want to just get quick thoughts on why you guys think horror has been doing so well this year. We've had a year of an interesting box office run regarding just the superhero movies are kind of releasing and they're like, you know, besides like Spider-Verse and Guardians. And then, you know, you have like some action movies that's opening pretty okay, you know, pretty well. You know, and then we have, of course, Barbenheimer just taking over everything right now. But even up against, like, I thought it was interesting, even up against Barbenheimer, Talk to Me still over over exceeded and Haunted Mansion. They both over exceeded expectations and they came out, you know, over the projections. I think Talk to Me was like 10 million and Haunted Mansion was around 25. So I just wanted to get you guys' thoughts on just like, you know, from the beginning of the year, we had Scream opening up to that monstrous number that it did we had megan opening up to that that really good number and stuff so i just kind of wanted to get you guys thoughts on why you guys think horror has been doing so well lately because there was a time years and years ago like maybe like in the 2012s and 13 where horror was just not doing anything so i'm curious as to why you guys think right now it's like caught on to something you know these past few years i'll start with you tyler any thoughts on that uh, well, for me, I feel like it's like a perfect storm of ingredients because, I mean, first, I mean, the first things first, they're cheap. They don't need to make exactly, a lot of, they yeah. don't need to yeah. make a ton of money to usually be considered a profit. I mean, that's like the biggest thing for why they're so successful is because they're, you know, just the profit margins. But uh, other ones, I mean, I feel like as a genre collectively, horror usually has the most creativity behind it just because mm-hmm. horror as a genre just has so many different subgenres within it. You know, not every horror film is the same because a lot of superhero movies these days, as much as I enjoy them, they over time do kind of start to feel formulaic. So you kind of have an idea of what most of them are. I mean, every now there's outliers every year where there's ones that stand out, but a lot of them do start to feel the same. And with horror, I feel like there's just so many different types of horror, your slashers, your possession movies, zombies, vampires, werewolves, etc. It allows for a lot of different things that you can do. And you have so many different filmmakers that just have a lot of creativity behind them. And I think that the medium of horror always is a good gateway for filmmakers because we see it time and time again, these people breaking in to the, the Hollywood industry through horror they usually start out in horror in some shape or form you look at the andy muschietti's the andy um well what's david sandberg mike um mike flanagan there's mm-hmm. a, a jordan peele arguably i mean he's mm-hmm. you know he was obviously popular before but you know directing wise he's directed horror films so it's just it seems like as a genre it just allows you to branch out into so many different ways and most people 
like to be scared. I mean, it's it's just one of those things that people collectively, if you're going to go have a fun communal experience, superhero movies are also exciting for that. Action movies are exciting for that. But it's just something different about sitting down in a theater with your friends or even alone and having the crap scared out of you. It's just an exciting mm-hmm. feeling. If a movie's good. I mean, there are plenty of ho- bad horror movies too. But I, w- I guess I would boil it down to those few things for, you know, just basic stuff. Jordy, let's go to you. What did you? Uh, what do you uh, think about just this this renaissance in horror these past couple of months? Yeah, I don't know. I think like it kind of is partly with like just audiences' curiosity. Like I think, yeah, like a lot of people like to be scared, but not everybody does. So then you know there have been the ones that are a little bit more like nuanced and calmer and not so like in your face. So. If you want something that's not as gory, you can find this one. Or if you want gore, there's this one coming out. And, you know, in two weeks, there's this one that's a supernatural. Like, so there's just like mm-hmm. so many different, like Tyler was saying, there's just like so many different avenues that horror can take that I just think that there's always a level of curiosity because it's just like, what kind of scares does this contain? And like, can I handle it? <laughs> kind of. And I don't know, even mm-hmm. just like, mm-hmm. For me, like, we've had such a such a variety of, like, you know, like, legacy films that have had, like, sequels. Like, Evil Dead had one. Insidious had one. We had the Scream movie. Like, there's a lot of different additions to franchises, but then there's all these, like, one-offs. Um, you know, we had, like, Clock, I remember, was, like, one on Hulu that came out that was, like, decent. But then there was, like, the whole Skinamarink thing at the early, like, earlier in the year, which drove a lot of curiosity and um like we'll talk about talk to me later which was original but yeah i just think that there's there's so many different options so it's like i don't know i feel like there's a new one every couple of weeks like a big one and i don't know it's just like you're so curious to see like what does this one offer that maybe the last one didn't so mm-hmm. i don't know it's, it's just fun i think i think also too because like when you go into a horror you don't it's not i also think what's been helping out these movies is that a lot of what we've been we've been getting you know inside just movies this year too and just lately is like prequels sequels and all that type of stuff and i mm-hmm. think what helps most horror right now is that most of them is just a here's a here's a horror movie go check it out see if you like yeah. it whereas of course you got scream and you know you got to go you know if you you won't really understand. Although I would argue, I don't think you would be completely lost if you just watch Scream Six after only watching like I do think you. Rec- I do recommend watching, of course, Scream Five. But I, I think they did. I did. Radio Silence did a good job at not isolating a crowd because you can go into Scream Six, you know, and not have to see the first four. I think you'd be fine. I mean, you'll be like, who's this? Cur- who's this Kirby chick? And that's pretty much it for the most part, you know. Um, I think that I think that is what helps that kind of movie, you know, the original stuff like a Megan and stuff like that, and you know how Megan caught on. Um, I think you know, and then interesting stuff like Knock at the Cabin is like not your not your traditional horror and stuff. I think all of that has been kind of helping helping you know lead the way for horror for this year and why they've been doing so well. It's just because that like you guys were, you know, to bounce off of you guys, just uh, the, the, the difference, the differences in each movie, they're not all the same. You know, you have a different genre, whereas 
if you're going to if you're going to go see like an action nine times out of ten, you know what you're going to get. Same thing with the with the with the with the comic book movie. You're going to get around the same thing. Like I'm sure Aquaman is will be fun, but it's going to be like any other movie that we've seen this year as far as that that regard it's, same with blue beetle so it's, it's funny you mentioned that because i mean obviously you're a box office person uh right Dwayne. i think it's so crazy to me not to throw shazam under the bus but did you know that uh, evil dead rise made more money than shazam it did as it <gasps> should what you mean evil dead rise yeah. made like 145 million and shazam made like 133 yeah, it's uh, it's Evil Dead Rise, man. That I don't know what kind of garnered because that movie was doing really good as far as the money wise. It was a lot, like, yeah, it was just it was just really, 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 really a good year so far, and it's, it's we're not wild. stopping now. One hundred and forty plus million for Evil Dead. I mean, that's huge for that franchise in general, box office wise. But right, just, right. It like it it beat a superhero movie, like a, yeah. a Warner Brothers Discovery DC. <laughs> movie that's that usually they're making hundreds of millions of dollars right so yeah it's only it's only it's the end of july now so we'll see what ends up happening for the rest of the year and i think i do think exorcist uh believer is gonna do well i think i agree some of the other things we gotta get at the end of the year is gonna do pretty good you know so uh yeah we'll see what happens saw x i think saw x is gonna do okay you know, because they, they do like Spiral did not do well, but I think, you know, with the name of Saw, it'll, you know, and with like familiar faces, it'll do okay. Spiral from the book of Saw was a weird title. It, it really so was. Weird. It, it really was. <laughs> like, I just think it's cool, like, what I guess. Book? What are you talking about? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, where is this book that they were talking about? Because I've never seen it. I, I guess that was like, that's funny you mentioned that. I guess they, that's why they showed John Kramer writing his. his Drawing his little traps in his book in the Saw X trailer. That's the book. Maybe that's Saw. where it's from. It's from oh, maybe book, that's I it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. It's the same writers. They, 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 they I know. Maybe they'll try to fix some things. Yeah, yeah. So, I think Five Nights at Freddy's is also going to do huge. Yeah, agreed, yeah. agreed, agreed. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see what happens at the end of the you know for the rest of the year. So uh, yeah, we'll take you know we'll see what happens there. But all right, everyone, that is it for our news section of. The Cinemania Nightmare Show. Jordy and I are going to get into this Talk to Me review to end the show. Tyler, why don't you let everyone know where they can follow you, my friend? Yeah, it was fun chatting some horror with you guys. Unfortunately, like I said, I haven't gotten a chance to see Talk to Me yet, so that's why I'm not part of the review section. I'm going to see it sometime this week, though. Yeah, I know. Uh, it was a busy week last week. Luckily, I had the, we had the, the, the screenings and stuff at Comic-Con. Yeah, exactly. Like... So, yeah, I didn't go, obviously, so I wouldn't. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, I do need to go to San Diego next year. That's on the for sure. That's on, that's on the docket for next year. But um, as far mm-hmm. as, like, to find me, uh, YouTube, Tyler Calvert, you know, channel for reviews, reactions, talk about about some saw x on there just recently and tmnt mutant mayhem uh and on well and on twitter slash x you can find me by looking up at it's tyler calvert and instagram the same username all right all right everyone so with that being said uh myself and jordy we will be back in a few to talk about talk to me stick around to listen to that back in a moment everyone cinemania nightmares <laughs> Have you seen the group chat? You're doing it again tonight? Huh? No. Please. 
It's my mom's remembrance day. I just want to forget about it. Huh? Huh? I'll do it. Cannot go for more than 90 seconds. Am I clear? What happens after 90 seconds? Don't want to stay. Light the candle to open the door. Blow it out to close it. Put your hand on it. Now say, talk to me. Talk to me. hand feel like? It felt amazing. I could see and feel everything on the other side. So my mom, she was trying to reach out. I'm here. Still been seeing stuff. You mean saying stuff? What if we opened the door but we didn't shut it? I like him. They're not gonna stop. They're never gonna stop. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. I am back, myself and Jordy. We are going to be discussing A24's Talk to Me. Finally discussing this movie. I feel like I've watched it such a long time ago. Same. It's only been like uh, like two weeks. So I don't know if you were able to watch it again. I was able to get a second watch. At San Diego Comic Con, they had like a A twenty A twenty four usually go out. Yeah, they usually go out to San Diego and screen a movie. Last year, last year was Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Ooh, um, and then this year was Talk to Me, and they had like a little after party. We we got this. We got to like you know see the hand. We saw the <gasps> hand. Yeah, it was pretty cool. The the uh, okay, so the screening was a lot of fun. So, you know, that screening was, all, of course, packed. The audience reaction was packed. But I saw it earlier. I saw it like two weeks, but maybe maybe, maybe maybe like two weeks before San Diego, I saw it at a screening, and that was also crowded, really good reaction. And then uh, we saw it again in San Diego, and then they had like an after party. And they had somebody from the cat. They had the directors there um, at the after party. I didn't get to meet them, but I saw them, you know, saw them walking around and stuff. So that was cool. But and they also had the the kid, the guy who plays the brother. Oh, yeah, yeah. he was there. He was there, and I was like, "Oh, his face, his face is fine, his everyone." Kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> his face is fine. If you've seen the movie, yeah, he looks fine. Uh, yeah, so that was that. You know, that was a pretty cool. And then they had photo ops with the hand and stuff. So and cool. they also had like a little 
attraction thing where you go into the room, you shake the hand, you say the thing, and then like a ghost thing pops up at you. Ooh. It was pretty. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a lot I'm of fun. I'm so jealous. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. So I'm glad I was able to go to that and then of course see the movie. So let's discuss the movie right now. Uh if you're new to the movie, the story is as follows from IMDb. When a group of friends discover how to conjure spirits using an embalmed hand, they become hooked on the new thrill until one of them goes too far and unleashes terrifying supernatural forces. Directors is by Danny Filippow and Michael Filippow. And then, of course, we have stars. We have a big cast here. The cast was great, though. We have Sophie Wilde. We have Sarah Brokinsha. We have Sonny Johnson um, and a bunch of others and stuff like that. So the, the person at the party was Joe Bird. I think that's the one who plays Riley in the movie. So let's get into our thoughts on Talk To Me. What did you think? Oh, I loved it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw it at a at a test screening, probably the f- same time that you saw that first one. Like packed audience, like everyone was like really into it. Um, I I really liked how I feel like the directors were very smart with kind of like positioning this like almost like a game, almost like a party game as like an addictive drug. Like all of these teens are like so obsessed with doing it. Um, and I don't know like it was over the top, like where it was almost like to a comical extreme, but like they're yeah, just all yeah. so curious and like they have so much fun with it and they're like getting kind of a high off of it. So I thought that that was a really cool aspect of, you know, the whole thing. But I also, I just feel like when you make a, like a movie, like with in the context of like what this movie is about with teens mm-hmm. in present day, like, of course they're all going to be recording and so mm-hmm. there's yep, not like yep. a whole like there's not a whole lot of like the beginning of people being like oh it's not real or like like there's there's hesitancies like obviously people are um they don't necessarily think that the videos are true like they think people are you know playing a bit of a prank but then mm-hmm. like as they're all playing with this hand and having their own experiences like there's not a lot of time wasted on people coming to terms with the fact that this is real like the evidence is there they're all recording it like Mm -hmm. I don't know I feel like sometimes it's hard when you get into like this modern day and age of like we are all attached to our phones everyone's recording everything so I don't know I just thought it was like there were some really cool elements I think of like playing with like this teen supernatural horror but like you know I don't know. Just I, yeah, like because film, like I don't know how they like just wrote it. It felt really realistic. It felt yeah. it felt very uh, fresh too in that mm-hmm. regard. Like it wasn't like a oh I found a Ouija board. Let's yada yada. Yeah, yada. it wasn't like that. It was more so like hey, there's this game. Everyone's doing it. Let's play it. Let's have fun with it. But we cannot let it go too far or you know blank. You know, so I liked how mm-hmm. the the entity kind of focuses on one person who was taking it too far and stuff like that. And I like the way it goes, too, from like it was becoming like, you know, I think after watching it twice, it's like that entity that comes out them is, is a lot smarter than they they I would say they they took it. They 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 took it's like they underestimated how smart the entity was. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it was playing emotions. You see it from the trailer. It was playing emotions off of 
you know, our, our main character very well as far as like, you know, tricking her to think that, you know, her mom is there or whatnot stuff. Mm-hmm. And I thought that oh, that stuff was all really good. I like the scares in the movie. I thought they were really good. A lot of people don't was saying that it wasn't scary, but I think it was more so a lot of it is like more so psychological yeah. and stuff, which I really enjoyed. I love I love the opening. I love, love, oh my love gosh, yeah. the opening. Um I love me a good horror opening. That that I mean that comes from me being a fan of Scream. Mm-hmm. Like I love me a solid three minute opening to a horror before you see the title crawl. Like I I I love me a good horror opening. Like one Same. one this year yeah. that I loved was Evil Dead Rise was great that opening, you know, oh, was, and yeah, stuff. So, good. so I love me and this this opening was like straight to it. It wasn't too long. It didn't overstay its welcome. It was straight to the point. It was creepy. It was unsettling. Um, it was just it was just great the way the movie opened. Um, some things I enjoyed too that I just the first theater I saw it at it was at one of those theaters that. You know, the sound is not really, like, there. Because it's, like, you know, it's an older classical theater. Like, you know, with no stadium seats. It was, like, a, you know, it's, like, an indie theater, right? But the the next time I seen it, I saw it at AMC. And the sound effects, that the sound design was just so great. Because you felt every, every slam and, and stab and, like, just jump scare was like to the bone like to to the bone like it it got right it got straight at you with the sound design and i thought that was so so good and stuff especially at the toe scene yeah yeah and even when they (laughs) even you know we saw the like we we saw the hand and it's like the hand is not heavy but the sound design will make you think that it's this heavy thing the way they dropped it on the table, they had the sound effect where it's like you're dropping like an actual statue person on a table. And it's just that stuff worked so well. The design of the hands looks, was really creepy and good. You know, I just, I loved the way the movie kind of came about for such a small budget too. Like, yeah. Just, what was yeah. the budget for it? Like, like about $4 million. <gasps> That's it? Oh my God. Yeah, that's I it. it yeah. Yeah, Dang. yeah. So, it, yeah, just all that stuff really worked for me. Was there anything else that worked for you? Like, I, you know, I'm talking about like the sound design and stuff like that. Like, what kind of stood out to you most here? Yeah, I mean, I think like the one thing I really liked about it was there's a lot of practical effects, which I'm like always yeah, a big fan yeah. of. You know, it's like if you can use practical effects, like please do. Um, and I thought like the ghost, like even you know the first one what we see, I wasn't expecting us to see spirits so like in in your face literally and like clear as day with the lights on like it Mm -hmm. felt a little different than like what you know we normally get with like a supernatural film but like just seeing how like gross the character designs are for like some of these spirits like oh I just loved that aspect of it and then there's that like one scene which I kind of wish we would have gotten more of but like it was very Cronenberg-esque yep. where we kind of see into like what this like afterlife purgatory or whatever, you know, these mm-hmm, spirits mm-hmm. are living. And like, and I mean, that goes with the sound design too. Like it was gross. Like you could just hear like 
smacking and stretching and like I don't know it was like (laughs) just so gross and like the visuals were so creepy and yeah and it's so funny that so like I keep seeing people saying it's like the scariest movie ever or like of the year and I don't know if it's like people trying to hype it up on TikTok yeah yeah and like I like I would not say that it's the scariest movie ever by any means but I do think it has like I agree yeah right like it's it's not that scary it's not like filled with jump scares either I think it's just like it's creepy and I liked the pace of it and like I don't know like even when she's like in her room and it's dark and like she can kind of see something in the core like just things like that I thought it it just like really played well with like your mind and had some like really good visual tricks so so what did you think about what did you think about that uh that I've seen some people be on the fence about it, like it's kind of mixed. But what did you think about that montage scene of like them using the hand over and over? It was like cutting between everybody using it all at once and stuff like that. It was like a maybe like thirty seconds of them all using it, and then um, our lead started singing the song and oh. stuff like that. I thought it was really good the way it was edited and the the music. Oh, the music is also really good in the movie too. But yeah, I yeah. thought it was really good. But what did you think about that? That added that that one choice of like montaging it and making it seem a little bit more like hokey rather than like scary the way they were doing that. Yeah, I mean, I liked it. I thought that because it it's not like a a heavy theme in the movie by any means, but like it does really play with this aspect of like a party drug in a way. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like. <laughs> kind of the way that it's like filmed and edited when they are like all kind of you know having their moments with spirits and things like that that feels very of like teens doing like drugs at a party or something you know like so it it, it gives that vibe and then you know they're they're all getting like a high off of it because some of the you know spirits that they're coming to like face with I mean that's just their personality and I think it it kind of plays into that they are they are letting their guard down a little bit too much because mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, look how, how fun this is. And it's so cool. But like something real bad could happen because they're messing with right. something that they shouldn't be. So right. I think that that scene, like it serves a purpose for sure. I think that mm-hmm. it it's a smart scene. It, it fits within teens and just them not thinking about what they're actually I- doing. I like what you say as far as like it's teens, it's supposed to be, it, you're right. Cause even the sound effect of them after they say talk to me, it, it sounds like you're snorting something. Right? Yeah. Like it sounds like you're inhaling a drug, but instead of you're, you're inhaling a demon. And their and eyes get, you know, their eyes get big. black. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. It, it, it has that essence of them definitely being addicted to this, this like rush that they're getting. Right. Right. So I, I I I agree. I thought I thought the way the way they did that was just was a lot of fun. I I had a lot of fun with it. I I was I was also happy that I that I you know I got a chance to see it because like they hooked me from the first trailer. I know they released another trailer, but mm-hmm. again, just like with Exorcist, Believer, I didn't have to watch the other trailer. I was like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, I'm into this. This looks really good. So yeah, yeah, I'm I, I'm I'm super excited to see it again. I, I'm debating if I want to go see it again. Theaters, I know, I kind of want so to. so much coming out. Yeah, there's just so, so much happening and stuff. But I thought I thought, th- I thought, thought it was uh, really good. I thought it was a lot of fun. It's probably one of my favorites 
of the year. No, it's not the scariest movie of all time. I mean, we got to stop doing stuff like that. Dude. I know. I'm like, <laughs> also, say I sometimes good. feel like I'm desensitized a little bit. Yeah, but like, yeah. I just, it, that's the same thing with like Skin and Everyone was saying it's the scariest movie ever, and I was bored to tears. Oh, so, yeah. So, like, I just, yeah, we have to stop doing that because everyone, everyone's opinions differ, especially with like what scares them. So, it's like, this mm. was creepy. And it was good. And what I'll was the last? <laughs> what was honestly for you the last like movie to really scare you, or has Ooh. there been uh, has there not been one for you in a long time? I'm curious. Hmm, I'm trying to think. I'll tell you. I'll tell you I, I'm pretty before. sure there's one. There's been probably one since. I'm, but I can't. I'm drawing a blank. But Hereditary. Yeah, that was that's mine. Is it messed me up? <laughs> yeah, that is mine. I to this day, I it's difficult for me to watch that alone. Yeah, and that's a testament to Ari Aster because that is hard to do for me. You know, mm-hmm. like all the move horror movies I watch day like yearly, like year round, like that one. I remember I went home afterwards and I was looking at my corners. I was yeah. looking at, at my ceiling, the corners. It's just. He did a, such a great job at like you know how you was talking about like shadows and stuff like mm-hmm. that like a lot of people don't even notice that one time where like the the grandmother is like like in the beginning where she oh, like turns yeah. the light off and the grandmother's right there oh, oh that is so good oh. that is so good it gets me all the time and like that movie's so great yeah they do they they do a great job at that. Um, you know, yeah, I, I think Smile would have gotten me if they would have sticked more to like it's just shadowy stuff. Shadowy stuff mm-hmm. is really good to me. Uh, they yeah. had one moment in, in Smile when like she turned the lights off and like there's a little shadow of somebody smiling at her. That stuff. But they didn't really go in. They didn't really do a lot of that, you know. And they showed all the scary parts of the trailer. That's another thing. Yeah, too. yeah, but, that was uh, bad yeah. Smile. I do think yeah, also her- the Night House. Nighthouse is really trippy, yeah, yeah. Just because, like, the playing with like your like things that you're seeing, and like, then they do stuff where like all of a sudden like a big loud sound would happen, like that. Yeah, that got me some points. But yeah, Hereditary, I feel like was the one that I'm. I just always still think of like I saw that in the middle of the day on like a Sunday, <laughs> and I walked out of the theater yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's been for me. It's definitely was Hereditary it was the last one. I was like, oh yeah, I'm a little shaken up. Uh, but other than that, nothing really for me. Like I'm usually very like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. You know, um, if Exorcist believer like really hones in to the like, like extra creepiness of it, then maybe. But mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that movie. But um, all right. Any uh, any final thoughts on Talk to Me here? Like any, any yeah, any final thoughts you got for that for this movie? Yeah, I think. Especially because we were talking about like earlier, like original horror movies versus like some of these like legacy ones and if things deserve sequels and stuff. This is kind of a movie that I would be curious to see a sequel for because I kind of liked the end. And like, obviously, I don't want to talk about it because it's very spoiler. Spoiler. Love the ending. But the ending, ending. yeah, Yeah, that was so trippy. And I'm like, I, I kind of want to know more about, like, the spirit world that this, like, hand is attached to. Not necessarily, yeah. like, I don't didn't know anything else about the hand. I love yeah. just that it's, like, there's kind of a theory of where it came from. It might be an embalmed hand from a psychic. Like, 
yada yada it's like just kind of built into the story and like not really a focus so like I don't need to know any more about that but I I want to see like I don't know I want to see more of how people use this hand and like what other crazy things can happen because I definitely loved the end and it makes it very much makes me curious to see more that so that's probably if I had a criticism it would be I the movie's very short. It's about an yeah. hour and a half. And I appreciate that, especially for a horror. But that's one thing where I was where I was like, you know, I would have liked to know about mo- know more about where the hand came from. Although but then on the other hand, I'm glad they didn't do a whole let's go to the library and let's yeah. look at, you know what I mean? Like we've seen that so many times. Or let's go to somebody who's dealt with it and, you know, or let's, yeah, let's go to like, I don't know, the damn poet. I don't know. You know how, how they like, it's either those two things to find out where it came from, how to defeat it. I'm glad they didn't do all of that. Yeah. Like, this is how we defeat it. You know, we were just talking about Smile and that's what they did in Smile. They do it in a lot of movies. You know, it's a trope in horror, and, and I am glad they didn't do that. But I would have known a little. I would have liked to know a little bit more about what this is. Like mm-hmm. maybe her watching an old video of like somebody's hands getting cut off, and uh, you know something like you know some, something. It could have been like it would have been cool if it was like very Candyman esque, where like there's oh, like a yeah. there's like an old story to it, where like you know maybe like a maybe a town cut off somebody's hand and then they molded it or whatever you know that would have been like interesting but i am glad that they didn't hit you over the head of oh this is where it's from yada 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 you know so Mm -hmm. yeah i thought that's probably my only my only 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 thing that i would want to see more but final thoughts for me yeah i enjoyed it i definitely think you should check out check it out if you're especially if you're if you're a horror fan i mean you wouldn't be listening to this show but yeah i definitely recommend the movie it's a really really good horror flick for the summertime so that being said everyone that is our review for talk to me and that is the end of the show send me a nightmare shorty why don't you let everyone know they can follow you oh yes uh you can find me at jordyreviewsit.com or on all the socials at jordyreviewsit all right you can follow me on twitter at cinematic 94 i'm not calling it that other name you can follow me on Instagram at Cinemaniac94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemaniac World. That is it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Jordy. And earlier, that was Tyler. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.